At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Ah, okay. At this hour, right now on this show, list of things I can't stand. People who will defend their coaches no matter what. Eric Zane Show podcast and Eric Zane Show listeners. And I'm not quite sure that order isn't reversed. Mm. Man. Yeah, but I do a good job. You always have his back. I tell people he should be in on a radio station. What does that guy do to me? Rip me on Twitter. Puts me on his podcast, so I talk to the 30 people who are listening. God. <laughs> I've always had his back, and Superfly will attest to it privately, publicly. That, that dude has that, – that, that dude must be on the Home Shopping Network selling, or selling knife sets. Mm. But he, he doesn't, doesn't care. Here's a man who... Eat things that make a bully go puke. You know, right? You're not rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. And here's your host, Eric Zane. Oh, Kevin Howard. Welcome in. the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, we meet again. The Eric Zancho Podcast. Oh, that's terrible. I want to do more of a subtle fade there. You just stop it like that. It's very abrupt and jarring. Ding dong. Welcome to you. Thank you so much for being here. Part of the uh, Eric Zancho Podcast. Whether it's listening later in the day. To the Twitch replay, the audio podcast later in the day, wherever you download podcasts or live on Twitch. Starts at 8 a.m. Eastern time each and every day of the work week, Monday through Friday, right here at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you so very much for being part of it. Okay. All right. Right now, I'm uh, kind of like figuring where to start the show. You know, you 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 just heard that clip of Bill Simonson, and uh, he went on and on and on on his show yesterday uh, for extended time about me. I think he um, he couldn't take it anymore, and he finally cracked. This one, no doubt, had to do with because uh, he's he's notorious for these just. Awful, God, awful, out of left field points of view that are are just ridiculous. I, I've never met someone who can be heard by so many people be so wrong about everything. 
it's like, oh God, it's like, uh, I don't know, something, just a weird type of phenomena, how he can, because he, you'd think once in a while he would get some things right, but he, he just misses the mark. When I say misses the mark, I mean like if you're uh, throwing a dart at the dartboard, he doesn't miss the middle. He misses the board. And then the dart is stuck in like the plywood on the outside of the whole board. He's that bad at it. And, and this stemmed from what I talked about yesterday when he suggested that the Wisconsin coach didn't get into Juwan Howard's way and didn't touch Howard first. And so I beat him up pretty good about it. You heard it. Then yesterday. I tweeted out because he's always wrong. Coming up on today's huge show. Number one, the 1980 miracle on ice hockey win by the U.S. was all a hoax. Number two, Gary Danielson is the greatest quarterback of all time. And number three, Ray Carruth got a raw deal. I think that that might have set him off. Thus, he started off his dumb show yesterday with this uh, ripping you all. Uh, talking about you guys being in prison. And it's like, well, why are you, why are you, uh, why are you calling the, these people like you? You don't want to, you don't want to indict them. These are the ones that actually like hearing you on the show. And then here you are ripping them a new asshole. Why don't you just rip me a new asshole? That's okay if you rip me a new asshole. But I don't understand why you're, why you're going after the audience members, you idiot. So then I got my hands on the audio and I'll have to, I should probably post the entire audio because it, it goes on for extended time. He opened up his show with this weirdo rant kind of meandered like most of what he does on the show. This is my impression. This is how the huge show looks every day. It's like he lays it out. You see, like I have in front of me a list of things I'm going to talk about. Bill does too, but it's basically like, uh, coming up, uh, we're going to have our Michigan insider. Uh, his name is Who Cares from WhoCares.com, who's going to break down the Michigan basketball team. And then, you, okay, let's go to Who Cares from WhoCares.com. And then Who Cares will talk. And Bill will just sit there and look at his phone while who cares from who cares.com goes on about shit. No one gives a shit about. And then Bill will go, all right, uh, thanks for joining us. Now we're going to go to our Spartan insider. His name is who cares from no one gives a fuck.com and uh, bring him in here to talk about uh, the Spartans are struggling. Take it away. No one gives a fuck. And then no one gives a fuck. We'll rant or uh, uh, whatever. I was at practice. as some nerd that no one's ever heard of. And it's just the fucking worst. And then ding dong will bring in some idiot from like, uh, I don't know. There, there's some governing body in Michigan. In Michigan, there's some organization that's in charge of like fucking high school sports. And then... Dumb shit will say, all right, we're going to bring in uh, nobody from uh, highschoolfederation.com who's going to break down the big matchup between uh, uh, Houghton Lake and Menominee in uh, girls' basketball. Let's bring him in. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck. The fuck are you doing? And then he'll end the show with, like, um, the guy who owns the Tarps and Gloves Emporium in uh, in Nuego. And Bill will say, yes, uh, so, hey, thank welcome. Uh, tell me about all the big, uh, exciting news in the Tarps and Gloves industry on the huge show. And some guy, some jerk, will, will talk about advancements in cowhide. And how his tarps are the best in the world. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Who decided to allow this on the radio? So we, um, it is, okay, there's been two things going on in the world that people care about. Two wars have begun. Um. Uh, the most important war is Bill Simonson's uh, aggressive attack yesterday on the huge show. And so now we are officially at war. And and then there's a little story about Russia and Ukraine, but nobody cares about that one. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You know? All those, uh, he's been just waiting. He's been laying and waiting to unload his zingers that he, uh, that he, you know, dealt out yesterday. I'm play it again. Uh, okay. At this hour, right now on this show, list of things I can't stand. People who will defend their coaches no matter what. Eric Zane Show podcast yeah. and Eric Zane Show listeners. Listen to that. Did you hear that? And I'm not quite sure that order isn't reversed. Man. Yeah, but I do a good job. You always have his back. I tell people he should be you know, on a radio station. What does that guy do to me? Rip me on Twitter. Puts me on his podcast, so I talk to the 30 people <laughs> who are listening. God. Voice had his back, and Superfly will attest to it privately, publicly. That that dude has that that dude must be on the Home Shopping Network selling or selling knife sets. He made it uh, very clear that um, I have been stabbing him in the back. Eric Zane, stabbing me in the back. Eric Zane Show podcast listeners, Zaniacs. He even started to sing the song uh, Maniac. She's a maniac, a maniac. And then he's, he's saying Zaniac. It was all stupid. The whole thing was dumb. Well, anyway. So it's officially on with the huge show. The war is back on. Speaking of, uh, geez, I sounded like Bill there. Speaking of war, speaking of war, we're going to talk war right now. I think. 
went to bed, woke up, and uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine. Обстоятельства требуют от нас решительных и незамедлительных действий. Народные республики Донбасса обратились к России с просьбой о помощи. В связи с этим. Oh, look at this. Tanks rolling in. Okay, I thought this is as soon as possible. Okay, this is this is interesting right here. Sorry, I I, I, th I thought this is going to be more than just file footage. But uh, while the attack started, um, NATO was meeting late at night. The bald dude you see as is uh, representative of Russia. The guy you're going to hear talking is the is the dude from Ukraine, and. He's like, well, wait, this is all ridiculous. Why are we even talking about this? The fucking war just started. He should have walked up to this Russian guy and fucking hit, grabbed his gavel and bashed him over the head with Welcome it. Welcome the decision of some members of this council to meet as soon as possible to consider the necessary decision that would condemn the aggression that you launch on my people. There is no purgatory for war criminals. They go straight to hell, Ambassador. Later today, we will present a package of massive and targeted sanctions to European leaders for approval. With this package, we will target strategic sectors of the Russian economy by blocking their access to technologies and markets that are key for Russia. Uh, all right, now, um, so this hasn't, uh, this is like, uh, will be the biggest, uh, aggressive thing that has happened in the world since, uh, since World War II. I don't think that, uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine in 2014, uh, Crimea, isn't that what it's called? It's like a peninsula and, and done that. And they've, uh, back then, and they've also did this to, uh, Belarus, or Georgia, was it? I think it might have been Georgia in 2008. Uh, outside of Iraq invading Kuwait, this and this is much larger in scale. So this is some serious, serious shit that is going on here. Um, Putin was quick to point out that... Um, they are a nuclear power in his statement that he made. And just as he finished making that statement, that's when they started to blow up Ukrainian um, uh, infrastructure that would help them in defending their country. They weren't civilian targets, but they were um, various uh, uh, installations to uh, warning systems and things like that. Um, quick to point out, yes, we are a nuclear power, and if anybody fucks with us, so that's that's pretty fucking stark. That is, uh, and then you look at the idea of um, if a conventional war were to escalate, you have potential for another world war. Um, to to sit there and just say ah whatever, no big deal, I think is is crazy. Um, I I I worry about this shit because. 
uh, the rest of the free world will be like, well, then where does it end? Uh, what's, what's the next thing they have planned? And then if you are in support of Ukraine, what do you do to defend them? Um, that puts the U.S. in quite a precarious position. And I don't know if Joe Biden is capable of leading this country in trying to figure this one out when he can't even tie his fucking shoes. So, fuck, this is horrible. I don't, uh, man. And then there's, um, in fact, I see uh, Kate talking about um, uh, COVID inflation and war. By the way, COVID is on the back burner these days. Nobody, Nobody is even talking about COVID. But you're right about inflation. That is, um, this is going to have an impact on us. Not that this is that big of a deal if you're comparing it to what people in Ukraine will be worried about. Uh, but if you thought you felt it at the pump before, get ready. You're, you're going to be able to see the uh, dollar cost per gallon just go right up and skyrocket. We'll be at $4 before you know it. Um, the U.S. sanctioning, putting all these sanctions in places will do nothing to slow uh, Putin down in any way, shape, or form. But, I mean, that's about the extent. The U.S. really can do nothing. The world can do nothing about this. Uh, Putin is a maniac, and he'll just he's a dictator. So he's just going to go and keep doing what he wants to do whenever he wants to do it. And, uh, boy, this is, uh, this is a real threat, a real threat to the world, in my opinion. And it, it, has, it definitely has me worried. And I don't know. Um, is this the type of thing where we just like, I, honestly, the only thing we can do is put up our hands and go, well, we tried. So I, I'm a little concerned about this kind of a screwed up day. So Russia invades Ukraine. Bill Simonson starts a war with your old pal, Eric Zane. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I can't believe he's holding me accountable. This is terrible. Well, anyway, as I indicated, the show twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. Now they finished repairing my car yesterday. Well, the 07 Accord, which uh, we're, we're bringing back into the Eric Zane show podcast household fleet. It was part of my son's fleet. We took it back, taking it back, uh, repaired it. And, uh, Okay, Princess of the Forest Madison is going to drive this sled. Yeah, come get it. Uh, I can't. Why? Well, I'm busy. Okay, that leaves today. I can't get it today. I got to call him and tell him. And I can't get it tomorrow either. I think I got to pick it up Saturday. Hopefully, they won't charge me for space. I don't think they will. So thank you to them. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. We are 12 days away from being allowed back on Facebook. That also brought to you by Irvine's. I'm on uh, Twitter at Eric Zane show on Twitter brought to you by blue frost it. Please follow me there as well. That's where a lot of my bill Simonson attacks have been taking place since uh, I am down one gun since my latest Facebook ban. Follow me on YouTube as well. Eric Zane show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, bell notification, thumbs up. Brought to you by my policy shop insurance, Frank the Tank Fuss. Today, 
the day, not tonight, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast goes down. Yes, incredibly busy again. We're starting the show at 4 p.m. today. I know you don't like that. You want your creatures of habit. But it's either that or we don't get it done. I'm not kidding you. I have uh, Grand Rapids Gold tonight, basketball game. I have Grand Rapids Griffins hockey tomorrow. And, you know, honestly, I like having the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast done by Thursday. And if I don't do it at 4 p.m. today, it's not going to get done Thursday. It's not going to get done Friday. And that leaves Saturday. Oh, my God. And I've got a game on Saturday, too, a hockey game. So we're going to fit it in. We're going to jam it right in that hole. Four o'clock today. If you want to take part in the show, like actually be in the live audience and you are a Patreon member and have never seen an email from me saying, hey, join us for the show, reach out to me, eric at ericzainshow.com. I would love you to be part of the live audience. And if you've uh, never experienced the show, now is a perfect time to sign up on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com, slash Eric Zane. Um, Right this very second, I am introducing you to a new um, objective, task, goal for the Eric Zane Show podcast. These things um, kind of just fall into my lap from time to time. And uh, I don't respond to all of them, but this one I am. Honestly, If I responded to every single thing like this, every show would just be all these little adventures, which isn't a bad thing, but it isn't exactly how I want to build the show. Well, it actually has nothing to do with building the show. It just has uh, something to do with helping someone out and telling you about it. Um, And I'd love to be able to help everybody, but I can't. This one struck me, though. Um, similar to how, like when I was told that, um, Rusty, the dog was still in the shelter. I really felt motivated to do as much as I possibly could to get the word out about Rusty to maybe drum up some type of, um, uh, wave of publicity to find a home for the dog. And be honest with you, I don't know if what I did mattered at all, if it was just dumb luck that once we started talking about it, um, that the dog found his forever home, which is just great. Um, But I know that I was really, really um, excited to help out, and we did the full court press, and I called my friends over at Fox 17, and I said, hey, you, you should really do a story about this dog. And they did. Doug Reardon did. That was very, very nice. And so then the next thing I find out, Rusty's got a home. Yay. Hallelujah. Um, this one went like this. You have to bear with me because I had the email and then, of course, I lost it. No surprise. 
Okay. Nice lady named Tammy reaches out to me. Hello, Eric. I don't know if you remember me or not, but I used to work at the Visser YMCA in Granville. Now, uh, that's where I work out, of course. Now, um, at the time, I didn't, but I've seen a picture of this lady, Tammy, and I, I do remember Tammy. There's a gentleman there that I met who is in dire need of a kidney. He has a wife and two kids who are beside themselves with worry and stress. I'm reaching out to you because I heard and read about how you donated a kidney. Um, she says something nice about me. And then she says, I know that you have a large following and I was hoping to get the word out to as many people as possible. He's not looking for money or anything. He's looking for people to share the message, uh, to see if maybe that the message would bring him to the right connection to find him a match. Would you be willing to share this? And I'll show it to you in a second. Or do you know anybody that I can point him to? Regardless, thank you. Just know I'm still a huge fan. So right away, I'm like, well, Tammy, thank you for reaching out. I'd love to share this and talk about it on the podcast. Thank you again for pointing me in the direction of it. And I will do my best to help in any way that I can. So yeah, it, it's one thing to say, hey, this guy needs a kidney. Um, Frankly, that's all that um, led me to giving a kidney for Jeffrey was I found out through him, but I found out that he needs a kidney and it, and it hit me in a particular way. And I thought, Hey, you know what? I think I can do that. And, uh, you know, 200 days later, they took my kidney, gave it to him and everything's great. Everything's fine. Not a big deal, a huge deal for him. He's alive and well and thriving and, uh, not a big deal for me, which I've made very, very clear. Uh, then, uh, of course I then followed that up with, um, a, uh, litany of broken promises like i'm gonna write a book remember that one? Oh god i'm such an asshole i actually wrote a chapter of it and uh had a uh, my ghost writer write it it's done but i've done nothing since because i'm an asshole i am a promise breaking asshole god it's, it would be a great book it really would I should, I should do that. Damn it. What the fuck is wrong with me? Why do I do that? I just got to learn to keep my mouth shut. Well, anyway. Um, I thought to myself, wouldn't it be cool if um, I did a little bit more than just like, you know, share this guy's post? What if I we painstakingly introduced the audience to this individual and um, really got behind it? and provided key updates and with the hope that this thought, this message will uh, enter the ears and the brain and the soul and the heart of an audience member who, this is how it'll go for you. It'll enter your brain and you'll be like, huh, maybe. And then right away, um, your brain will try to trick you. Your your brain will try to um, concoct excuses for you and say, well, you're too old. Or, well, yeah, but you got a lot going on your plate. And, uh, hey, well, somebody else is probably going to do it. That is what will happen. 
Uh, I experienced those moments, not in the moment that I first decided to uh, donate a kidney, but they kind of cropped up later when my brain tried to trick me that, hey, this is this is going to go bad for you. This is and cause me anxiety and stress. And uh, I didn't listen to it. And then it faded and went away. And well, the rest is history. No big deal. But I can promise you, as I'm talking about this live, and when people hear it later, some of you are going to ponder that. Um, hold on to that thought for a second. Let me take you to the Facebook post, and then I will take you down the road of what happened to me yesterday. Okay. Give me a second here. Where is the Facebook post? I have it right here. And then I will share it with you. Is that it? That should be it. I think you see it. Yes. Eric Metamar. He's there with his kids. They're snowboarding. There's dad. The kids. He also uh, has a lovely wife named Beth. I'm looking for a kidney. See, just yesterday, the doctor told me my kidneys are failing really fast. He has, kidney, he has kidney disease that just took over his body at age 40, about five, six years ago. Down to like 8% now, 1% less than a week ago. He gives me about a month before things really get exciting. So I'm just putting the word out there that if you've got an extra one, I'll take it. If for some odd reason you feel like holding on to both of your kidneys, uh, he's joking. Heck, I might feel the same way. Then it would be pretty cool if you could share this with your friends until I find one. My goal is to create, yikes, my spell check, just try to spell cremate instead of create. <laughs> a little pyramid scheme where I'm at the top getting a kidney and everyone else is giving me kidneys. Lots and lots of kidneys. Though I'd honestly just settle for one. Sure, I'll take prayers too. In fact, my family and I are praying someone gives me a kidney. Seriously, though, if you feel like you'd like to help, message me and I'll point you in the right direction. You can reach the Mercy Health Transplant Donation Team at this phone number, 616-685-6897. Or you can start by visiting here, and there's a website. You'll need my birthday, 10-18-75, and my transplant center is St. Mary's Mercy, 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 Mercy Health. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, I haven't posted this yet. In fact, I uh, after I talked to uh, Tammy, the lady who sent me the uh, message on Facebook, like, okay, well, I got to get a hold of this guy and, um, you know, just have a word with him. So I, uh, I'm like, yeah, man, I, um, I really want to get behind this and, uh, make it a, a focal point of the show and see it through. I said, let's, uh, let's meet for coffee. So that was yesterday. And, uh, now I did not recognize the name. I didn't, um, when I looked at the picture, I didn't recognize him. And, uh, I, I show up at the coffee place yesterday and he's parked next to me 
And he gets out right as I'm getting out. And I go, oh, hey, I know you. And I had seen this guy for years. Isn't that weird? You see someone for years and you never, ever speak to them. And I'm like, God, what an idiot. Why, why didn't I ever just say hello? I would see him all the time. Okay. Um, and uh, so I, I, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I, I definitely, I said, I remember you. I remember your, your, your wife. I remember your, your children when they were very little. And uh, I go, my God. So um, we sat down. And um, base, this is, uh, I don't know, just this extremely happy-go-lucky guy. And uh, as of right this second, he is not exhibiting any symptoms. And that's a, a quite a thing about how your, your body is. You can have kidney function near zero, and you don't even notice. Um, and then, but there's, there's bad things coming um, for Eric here. In fact, very soon, in the next uh, week or two, He's going to get a, uh, a port installed, okay? And what that port is going to do is it's going to hook up to an awful, an awful contraption called a uh, dialysis machine. And uh, then he's going to sit there for hours, and all of uh, the toxins that are in his blood because his kidneys don't work anymore... Um, all the toxins uh, are going to be uh, uh, kind of removed, but with great cost to him uh, through a machine. The, the blood, all of the blood in Eric's body is going to enter this shitty machine um, that's going to make him hate his life. It's the uh, horrible quality of life. And that's one of the things we talked about was... Um, when you hear about dialysis, you're like, ah, well, that's it. You can live forever on dialysis. Well, you can't. Um, and it's the worst. It is. It's like torture. Uh, but that's what he's facing very, very soon. So um, I said to him, I go, well, I'm going to um, talk about it. And I'm going to start our little um introducing introduction of you to the audience on the 24th today. This is yesterday we met. Um, and um, so I said to him, I go, there's no way it's very difficult to say, Hey, I want someone to give a kidney. That's a very, very big ask. But all I'm saying is, as I speak of this, your mind is going to try to trick you that you are not a candidate. I already, I'm watching it unfold right here. Um, and uh, you will make, I think it's important to, if you're considering this or if you're even thinking about it, to run out the ground ball and let professionals determine if you are unfit to donate a kidney. All you need to do, all you need to do, do is believe that it's going to work and try. If you get tested uh, to determine 
how viable of a candidate you are. That goes a long way. It really does. So I'm posting that link and um, or the phone number of the folks at the Mercy Health Transplant Donation Team and uh, just go on a fact-finding mission. Have a little faith. Now, I was so filled with faith when it happened, when it first hit me right between the eyes. Um, I had no doubt in that moment that this was going to work. None whatsoever. Now, again, I didn't have any idea what I was getting myself into, and I had no idea how difficult it is to actually donate. Truth be told, a, a lot of you or most of you what will not be a candidate. That is, that is a fact. It has to be uh, pretty much near perfect. But um, I did not have any doubt at all that this was going to work. I was 100% convinced of it. Had I known all of the hoops that you have to ju- uh, jump through, um, oh God, I might have uh, I might have had a little bit more doubt, but my ignorance on the whole process just uh, kind of took me over, and I just I just rode that wave of ignorance, which I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's true. I was like, I don't know, just take the fucking thing. I never did one one bit of research. I never looked up um, what this does to your body. And I intentionally did that. I did not look up uh, um, risks. I didn't look up um, potential side effects. I did zero, nothing. And that was by design. I didn't want anything to affect my decision. All I knew is that this has been done countless times in the past with countless success stories and countless lives saved. So I said, I trust all of those things. And I was right. Even to this day, I don't know what was done to me. I just know I don't have one. There was, I just have one less kidney. And um, when it comes to the procedure and all that shit, in fact, I just had a blood test the other day um, to determine, because they like do follow-up. UCLA does follow-up and so would anybody who, takes a kidney from you to determine that you're still healthy. And I am 100% good. Um, but, um, so that's, uh, that's amazing. And, um, also if my one kidney ever goes bad, I get a new kidney. I am exempt from waiting. That is, uh, that is, that's probably one of the biggest questions I hear. What happens if your kidney goes bad? I said, well, I get a kidney. I'm a donor. I moved to the front of the line. Jesse says Zane doesn't even know if it was done in a hospital. It could have been done in a back alley in LA. It's true. It could have been. All I know is that I went nighty night and then I woke up and I felt uncomfortable. Also, I get two freebies. Did you know that when you give a kidney, you get two free kidney cards to give to uh, a loved one all true boy boomer bob is just full of some of the worst comedy i have ever witnessed on chat i mean just what are you doing do you ever shut up can you trade organs my kidney for their lung 
I got a pair of testicles I don't use anymore. <laughs> yeah. Jesse says, really? That would be my worry referring to, uh, uh, I don't know what he's referring to actually. All right. So that's, um, I'm going to have Eric Metamar on the podcast, uh, sometime next week or something like that. Very, very soon. So, uh, I'm just throwing it out there, planting the seed, if you will. Um, if you go onto that website or you call that phone number, all this is going to do, all right. Uh, all this is going to do is get you tested to see, you know, because um, ideally if you're a match for blood and then you have antigen markers that work, well, then that is, uh, that's, that's what they're looking for. You may not be a match, but that doesn't mean you cannot donate to him what you would do if you decided to pursue this. And I understand it sounds like a lot. It's a huge ask. It's an absolutely huge ask. But I feel if anybody's qualified to ask, it's me. Um, because if I had not given a kidney and was asking people to give a kidney, that would be very, very fucked up. But I gave a kidney. And believe me, I'm trying to convince my wife. Because there was a time when she was ready to give a kidney. And I said to her the other day, I go, honey, you need to give this guy a kidney you can give them because she's a universal donor. I go, you need to at least get tested. And she's like, well, I'm, I'm just worried that, um, uh, what if, uh, what if something happens? I go, well, look, and she goes, and besides I'm too old. I go, yeah, there you go. You're like people who make excuses to try to talk themselves out of it. You're not that much older than you were when you tested for Jeffrey. It's not even a year. It's, it's, uh, it's a year and two months. Well, no, it's, it'll be, in May, it'll be two years. So it's a year and nine months since you last tested. You're in perfect health. So I'm leaning on her. And if anybody can lean on Diana, I can. Because that's my wife. So I am right now actively, and I think if I interview, uh, uh, introduce her to air, but I don't want, uh, I don't want that to de- deter you from getting tested. Okay, That's what I'm looking to get you to do, get tested. Because just doing that might open up a door for you where you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. It's no big deal. Uh, but um, so it would be like getting back to my point. It would be really shitty if I'm sitting there saying, yeah, hey, yeah, why don't you give this guy a kidney? And I still had mine, mine uh, right now. Boomer Bob says, what if my kidney goes bad? Then what? Donors go to the top of the list. That is true. Yep, that's what we we're just talking about. So you know. So, Boomer Bob, uh, you need to call that number. You need to reach out to them. I want to see, can you imagine if one, if Boomer Bob's kidney uh, goes into that guy? Just because you're a lifelong smoker, I don't know if that necessarily means you do, I mean, last I checked, the kidneys don't have really anything to do with smoking. We don't want we we don't want your lungs. We want your kidney. Do donors to their own family go to the top of the list? More specific on the question, Aram. Are you uh, 
yeah, I, I guess I'm not sure what, what you mean by that. Get more specific, please. I love uh, Nick. He says the smoking might not affect it. It's the uh, rampant hepatitis. Anyway, so that's what's up. If you donated to Diana, would you go to the top? I still don't understand your question, Aram. Let me let me call you because English is obviously a second language. My God. Hey. Yeah, what did you I don't get it. What, can you can you say you it in like English? If you need if you needed a kidney after you donated to Diana, would you go to the top of the list? If I needed a kidney after I donated to Diana? Yes. You're talking about me. Anyone. If all right, if I donated to my wife, would I and then I needed a kidney, would I go to the top of the list? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If you are a donor, you do not, you are not, uh, you are, uh, 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 what do you call it? Immune from wait time. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, that, that's pretty much the way that, well, that is the way it is. If you're a donor, you, and you then need a kidney, you don't have to wait. So they don't even care if you just donate within your family. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yep. Why does, does your wife need a kidney? No, no, no. Just curious. Okay, so there you go, Aram. You're gonna call that number and you're gonna do- you're gonna donate a kidney, right? Um, <laughs> I, I won't commit to that on air. No, but, no, uh, no, no. I know, I know, I know. That's a very difficult ask, and I don't. I, I'm a I'm a no pressure guy. All I do is talk on the podcast and let people filter it out in their own brain. Oh yeah. All right. Absolutely. All right. I'll okay, buddy. Talk to you. Bye. He's such a silly face, Aram. Boomer Bob says, can I still smoke with one kidney? I guess. I don't know. Fuck if I know. I'm not a doctor. What are you asking me for? All right. All right. So that was my day yesterday. I want to get into uh, something I saw that was just fantastic on uh, Zaniacs United. Uh, boy, this is a blast from the past. Um, I don't know why it just showed up now. I'm not really sure when it took place exactly, but it was uh, year one. This happened year one of um, the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, the Eric Zane uh, radio show. On 107.3 WBBL. If I remember correctly, the Western Michigan University Broncos football team had been having a great football year. And they had this coach whose name was PJ Fleck, who kind of, they got hot and were undefeated. And uh, he's now the coach of the Minnesota football team, the Big Ten. And, uh, his big thing was row the boat, man, row the boat. Just keep rowing the boat, keep working hard. And he's like his real, real go-getter, you know? And so 
ESPN College Football Game Day, they um, visited Kalamazoo for the weekend's game. So they like doing their uh, their show from there, you know? And um, in fact, I think it was, where is it? I think it's on my Twitter handle. I think that that picture is from that event. God, I don't remember now. So all of the crew, all the audience members um, showed up. This is that moment. This is uh, on my Twitter page right here. <clears throat> Excuse me. This image right here is a screenshot from that. And you see, that's, it looks like it's fucking Photoshopped in, but that's a sign that Pellerito made of my face. Uh, he, he made that fucking thing. So on national TV is my face. There's the Eric Zane show podcast, uh, Eric Zane radio show logo. It says Harambe lives or Harambe loves Eric Zane show. This is Huge's sign. Before he started stabbing me in the back like he did on his dumb show. Uh, the band. The faithful. Row the boat. So that's, uh, that's been on my Twitter page forever. That's where that comes from, that moment. Now, I had forgotten all about the moment when uh, the local TV station showed up there to cover it. And you've got Zaniacs that are uh, there and being featured Jeremy Kimball, who I, I see from time to time at the Griffins games, but I don't I don't know if Jeremy listens anymore. If he does, he's silent about it. And I think Andrea uh, may be um, interviewed in this too. And it's, it's ridiculous because they're standing around Eric Zane's show signs and all this shit and not even talking about the football team, and they're just talking about the radio show, and this reporter just keeps going back to him, like, yeah, let's hear more from these people who love this radio show. So this is uh, this is how that unfolded. If you were there, if you were there, it was so much fun. I, I, Man, I tell you what, I am so appreciative of the things that have been done for me. This is absolutely incredible. joins us live from Kalamazoo. Mina, how some daylight, but our temperatures very cold. It's Jeremy. It's freezing and it's snowing right now. And this is actually my first snow yeah. in West Michigan. So two for two here. Okay. Um, but at exactly what you said, tons of people. It helps us. This chick doesn't know who I am. Okay. She thinks that Eric Zane is like the coach of the fucking team or something. People out here, students, people from across Michigan coming to watch this game and to see ESPN game day. Joining me now right now is Jeremy Kimball. <laughs> Look at this. Andrea holding my face. Andrea is holding my face right there. Look at her. She's like, oh man, I can't wait to smoke another joint and, and uh, go down on Jason. Jeremy, how long have you been out here? Oh, we got here about six o'clock this morning, roughing the weather out. Been a little bit cold, but it's worth it. Support the Eric Zane show and huge on WBBL uh, 107.3. So he doesn't even talk about the football team. He's talking about me and Billy. Here to row the boat with the ESPN. So <laughs> with the ESPN, here's Pellerito. No doubt his phone hooked onto his pants. He's standing there looking looking uh, sexy in his Sunday clothes. The boat. So why, I guess, why do you, why do you want to row the boat? Who's this person? Who's, I don't remember who this is. And this is a black guy, so this can't be a listener of mine. Why do you care about rowing the boat? 
Well, it's, it's big for Western Michigan to get this, to have the publicity for uh, ESPN. It, it, by the way, how awkward of a question was that by this by this new reporter? This morning, roughing the weather out. Been a little bit cold, but it's worth it. Support the Eric Zane show and huge on WBBL uh, 107.3. Uh, here to row the boat with the ESPN. So, uh, rowing the boat. So, why, I guess, why do you, why do you want to row the boat? Why do you care about rowing the boat? Oh, God. Great question. Well, it's, it's big for Western Michigan to get this, to have the publicity for uh, ESPN. It, it, it's good for the uh, um, the show around here. And- <laughs> They're not even talking about the fucking football game. And, uh, the football program. So, we're here to support Western Michigan and uh, huge show and Eric Zane show. <laughs> undefeated uh this is the first time that this has happened espn's here it's kind of a big deal do you think that this now puts western michigan on the map oh absolutely i think this is something that's been a long time coming uh pj flex been um rolling the boat for the last three years he's been building this program up had a really good uh year last year and uh made this program what it is today and now hear the roar of the crowd hear all these people here yeah i, I definitely think this puts western michigan on the map awesome. jeremy did did great he really did and we'll let you go. I know the line's moving. Thank you so much. Meredith, we'll send it back to you. Remember, row the boat. Reporting call is you on Media Desire WZZM 13 News. I thought Andrea was interviewed. Spectrum Internet is the... Maybe not. My God. So silly. Oh, yeah. Eric Zane and Huge went undefeated in the ratings. Um... That was absolutely great. It was like a commercial for the show. It really was. Um, the amount of support, the 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 you know people doing shit like that. If you think about it, all those people took time out of a Saturday, um, freezing cold day, had these signs made out, and they're standing out there for hours just to get the logos on TV. My God, what a, an amazing, amazing audience. Um, again, I am so appreciative of that. It has been absolutely great with you all. Uh, let's go back in time. Melissa writes. I remember when you first told us about Jeffrey, my dad had just been admitted to the hospital and kidney failure. We lost him two weeks later. I remember being so in awe of you stepping up and being so selfless, bittersweet for sure. Thank you so much. It's a very kind thing to say. I didn't think about it that way. Um, it didn't really. I was just, you know, it just, it just happened. It just seemed like the right thing to do, I guess. If you've ever done anything out of your comfort zone and you're like, well, it just seems like the right thing to do. Yeah, that's a big, big example of it, but I swear... It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal for a person who's giving it away. It really isn't. Um, you just kind of have to wrap your mind around it and just go do it. Just have faith and go do it. Uh, all right. There was one more thing I was going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I visited the blood Nazi to get um, a blood draw just the other day. And, man... I have her eating out of the palm of my hand. I've talked to you about the blood Nazi before. It's this one place where when I first went in there, I had to kill her with kindness because she was so pissed off that I was there because I got there like 15 minutes before uh, they closed and she hated me and she actually sent me home. She goes, go home. 
And she's like yelling at me. And I'm like, oh my God. And I just kind of like uh, looked sad and looked pathetic. And she eventually uh, allowed me to come in there. And my God, but now I have her figured out. I know everything that I'm supposed to do. The last time I went in there, I went in there with no mask on. And then uh, I, I put my shirt over my face and she goes, that's not a mask. That is not a mask. You need a mask to come in here. Turn yourself around and go get a mask. I mean, she scolds you like a fucking uh, 1975 kindergarten teacher. I mean, she just gives you tons of shit. And so I'm like, ah, fuck. And I don't ever give her any degree of shit because she will kick my ass. So um, just uh, not yesterday, but the day before I went in there and um, I went ahead and uh, had the mask on. She goes, did you fill out your, uh, did you fill out your, uh, you have to go and click check in with an iPad and go, yes, ma'am. She goes, all right, sit, sit right there. We'll be with you in a second. She, everything's abrupt. And then uh, she, Eric, come on back. I come back. I, I, she goes, do you have your paperwork? I go, yes. She says everything. And then she goes, okay, sit right there. And then I knew I had her when she said, okay, sit right there, honey. Like I did it. I won her over. I have won her over just by yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, keeping my mouth shut, doing what she told me to do. She goes, have you donated your kidney yet, Eric? I go, yes. Now, we had this conversation last time. Wingsguy71 says, sounds like some Quest bullshit. You're right. You are. You're absolutely right. It should say Quest. Uh, get your drug test. Get your blood draw. Get, get your blood draw and get screamed at. She goes, sit down, honey. I'm making her moist. And she's like, uh, have you, um, have you, uh, had your donation? Have you, have you given your kidney? And I go, yes. She goes, okay. How'd it go? I go, it went fine. Now, again, we talked about this already. And uh, she goes, okay, well, that's good. All right. Sit right there. And then, uh, she took care of me and she was super sweet. So I think, I think I've won the blood Nazi over the story of her shit. That would be awesome in the book, man. I'm telling you all the, I have so many great stories about this. I have got to, I can't, you know, I I need to shut up because I'm going to continue to talk about it and I'm going to fuck it up. Adam, the odd says the survey said a transplant team member should contact me within eight days. Excellent work. So, um, that's the step I was at after filling out the form. After they talk to you, they're going to send you a little packet in the mail. It's going to have three test tubes in it. Go get your blood drawn. It's free. And then um, they're going to take a look at your blood. You did a good thing today. Have faith. You'll be fine. Doesn't necessarily mean you're giving away a kidney. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. You've just taken the first step. That is an altruistic thing to do. Do I have to quit smoking pot to donate? I don't know. I do not know. Just go to that website I sent you to or call that number. 
and do what Adam did. That's all you have to do. I do not know if you have to quit smoking pot. Shmoo Money says yes. Adam says all it said was I had to stop smoking cigarettes for 30 days prior. Okay, so you found out some information. So, there you go. That's uh, that's that's huge. Now, I am not here to judge anyone when they say, well, that's a deal breaker for me. Andrea says that. That's, that's entirely up to you. Okay. Not going to, not going to, you don't, you don't uh, convince people to donate kidneys by yelling at them if the protocol does not fit what they want to do. You do not do that. That is not the way to get people to donate a kidney. That, that's a turnoff, Eric. So you're not going to get me calling you terrible names like I do when you do the other things that annoy me. Which tube do you jizz in, says public nuisance. My God. All right. Um, I have a very special guest waiting. And I'm going to bring him in in just a second here. First of all, don't forget about the Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for my Patreon if you really want to support the show. You give me five or ten bucks. I give you 15 plus hours of content every week on top of the free show. Go see a comedy show. Fullhousecomedy.com. Check out who's coming to the area. I think Hal Sparks is going to be here next week. I don't know who's here this week. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's. A trusted source to get your vehicle repaired. Uh, E-R-V-I-N-E-S.com. Thank you, Irvine's Auto Repair. Buying a new car? Get it at Sarah Honda Granville. I practice what I preach, man. I get my cars... At Sarah Honda Granville. We get our cars fixed at Irvine's. That's how it is. If you're looking for a new car, SarahHondaGranville.com. I recommend the Honda Accord Hybrid. My God, what a car. Shit. I filled that thing up with gas. I talked about this. It only, The tank is only, uh, it was near empty. And it costs $33 to fill it. It's a super small tank, and it's good for 500 miles. Fuck. Right now, uh, city driving, I'm averaging 48 miles per gallon. Joe Biden, I did that. That's, That's awesome. Now I just have to convince my wife to let me drive it everywhere instead of driving that stupid 8 million cubic inch motor Fucking can uh not camper, but pickup truck. The camper too. The camper's ridiculous. Ten cylinders. Oh my god. All right. Get a car at Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A-H-O-N-D-A. SarahHondaGranville.com. You like how I had to spell Honda. All right, before I bring Kylan, buy your insurance. MyPolicyShop.com. Frank the Tank Fuss can help you. Uh, he is a Medicare Advantage plan expert. If you or anyone in your family or anyone you know is turning 65, 
Do not let them explore Medicare on their own. That's a big undertaking and a huge pain in the ass, and you'll likely screw something up, uh, or they will. Have Frank do it for you or your loved one or your friend or family member or whatever, and that doesn't cost you anything. Frank gets paid from the insurance companies. Call or text 616-914-4070. Mention me. Say, Frank, I need your help with Medicare. Blue Frost IT is the managed IT IT service provider for the show. Bluefrostit.com for any of your tech issues in your small or medium-sized business or at home. Blue Frost IT. And last but not least for this round, Prince Arming. Gun school is coming up in March. If you want to carry your pistol concealed, and my God, you should. I've got a story later on that will, uh, my, it's a horrible act of violence that happened here in West Michigan. Wait till you hear about this one. Holy shit. If I was walking around Meyer, there'd have been a dead man in Meyer. I'm not kidding you. 616-204-1705. If you draw your pistol, it can only be drawn. You can only pull out your pistol. If someone's life or your life is in jeopardy. And that actually happened at Meyer right here. If I'd have been there, there'd have been a dead fucking maniac in the aisle. And I'd have been on the news saying, thank you, Prince Arming, for helping me save lives with this pistol. Sorry that that guy's head looks like a canoe now. Six. Actually, I wouldn't have shot him in the head. Center of mass. 616-204-1705. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring in a legend. That's right. The one and only Kyle. Kyle, how are you, buddy? Good, man. How you doing? I'm looking at a fantastic filter around your face of the world. Yeah, man. I was just uh, sitting here and uh, clicked into settings on the old uh, Zoom. Yeah. I didn't realize this was an option, but I saw this and I was like, since I'm going to be talking about space a little bit, I'm like, this is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. It, you look, have you ever seen the Wizard of Oz when you were a kid or whatever? There's when, when the great Oz appears, that's what you remind me of right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> hey, uh, dope sick. Did you watched it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> but I've uh, I've heard people talking about it, and I gotta watch it. Have you Have you watched um, the Tinder Swindler? No, but I, I do want to. I know that uh, I've heard I've heard some interesting things about it, so I do want to watch it. But you know, twenty four hours is just not enough. It's not enough time, dude. I know it. I know it. Did you ever think? that we would be in a spot in our adult lives. I'm quite a bit older than you, but still where you're like, I can't even do all the shit that I used to do, you know? Oh yeah. I'm there right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially as you're, if as a business owner, you know, the, um, the amount of, you could work 24 hours in a day if you wanted to. Yeah. That would be, that'd be terrible. We, yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you, you gotta shut it down for blue and the kid. Gotta shut it down for blue. You're, you're right. Okay. Well, welcome in, buddy. It's good to see you again. Yeah, it's good to see you guys. I just want to say right off the bat, Lisa. Um, yeah, just tell your neighbor to give us a call. We got we got a dumpy for him. Oh, she. Uh, yeah, if uh, that's uh, quite a thing for sure. Dumpster Divers LLC dot com or what is the number again? 
Uh, 616-375-9962, baby. There you go. I just put it up there. Perfect. Okay. Uh, let us chill. What's going on in your world, Kyle? Um, not too much. Here's one thing I was saying. I'm not understanding how you and I aren't famous yet. I feel like it's been too long. Why aren't we famous yet, man? (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, you're like, come on, this is, this is great. How can these people not, uh, not be loving this? How, how come we, how come we don't have more people that are, that are checking this out? It's, uh, it's baby steps. By the time we're about 95 years old, we will breach the 100 viewers mark. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. Um, but first thing, Eric Zane, before we get into the good old um, uh, lovely space stuff, um, I, I posted this funny thing, this hilarious, I, I mean, it wasn't hilarious, but this funny thing on Facebook of um, just how the good old news media works. Um, they're blaming um, I, uh, CNBC, I think it was, or NBC, CNBC, one of those NBC, one of those BCs. Um, they wrote this thing that was basically like, oh man, all the all the inflation and uh, logistics issues is all because of the Ukraine Ukraine conflict. And I'm like, dude, come on, dude, it's it's not the Ukraine Ukraine conflict, dude. Well, um, I you know I I don't know enough about it. I just know that we've had these problems for many many months leading up to what is now exactly. a a war, and I think it is a a series of things. It is, um, in my own meager humble opinion, uh, the the COVID issue is part of the problem. I think politics, Biden's politics, are another part of the problem. And that is, that's, I mean, if you want to, you want to play, you got to pay. And that's the way the world works. So, um, it also could lead to an overturning in, uh, democratic support in the upcoming election in November. This could be a terrible election if you support Democrats. Yeah. I mean, I keep, I keep telling, uh, people I know, um, that I want to start a GoFundMe, um, so I can run for president in 2028. Um, Cause then I can like legally do it, but I'm like, you need the money or whatever, but I would just, I would make my own little party. You know what I mean? And just, uh, you'd be having Kyle politics, which is very minimal politics. You know yes. what I mean? Just, um, yeah, you know, if it's not a political issue, I don't talk about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I would have no problem, uh, supporting the Republicans. If Trump were dead, if Trump and all of his family uh, got into a plane crash and died, I would then be a Republican. As long as Trump is not involved, I would be a Republican. But if Trump is involved and all the maniacal bullshit that goes along with it, I'm out. I'm not going back to that. Fuck that. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, hey, I mean, I'm not, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Kyle, what else is going on? Hey, Zane, tell me about, um, cause last week you said you were excited to talk about space and the universe. What's, uh, what's your favorite, what's your favorite stuff about the universe? My favorite thing is pondering, um, life on other planets, whether the, the idea that in one of these faraway places, there is actual intelligent life trying to communicate with us, wondering the same thing, you know? Uh-huh. And that's, yeah, that's, that's entirely uh, possible. I mean, if you look at the variables that, that the earth was, uh, uh, circumstances and variables that created the earth, 
Um, there's no reason why in all of these billions and billions of uh, planets that exist um, that there could be a similar scenario that um, intelligent life that is maybe a lot different than us, but still surviving and wondering if, you know, and then uh, alien life forms visiting us, you know, things like uh, incredible uh, uh, videos that we've seen in the last few years that have made us wonder if we are alone. Oh yeah. TikTok, dude. TikTok is uh crazy for that type of thing. You know what I mean? Like people just posting like cell phone videos and you're like, okay, could that be edited? Cause it, you know, like it's just coming off of a cell phone, but some of those videos look pretty, pretty convincing. dude. There's a uh, Rogan episode. I've only listened to one Rogan episode from beginning to end. And is the, it is the episode when he has a gentleman by the name of Bob Lazar on. Oh and yeah, yeah, I know him. That's the one. That's the one that I'm like, oh my god, and um, it it it's just incredible, and I am all in on alien talk. I am, I'm right there. Oh yeah, man. I'm yeah, I'm big into the alien stuff. Um, number one, because I mean, even if you just you don't even have to look outside of the Earth to, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, like the big topic would be the pyramids and how those are built or whatever, but. Even that aside, there's like, um, I think it's in South America somewhere, but there's like one of those like super old, you know, civilizations. I don't know if it was like Incan. I don't know which one it was, but they had like in the center of the village, there was like this stone, like a big, like a huge stone. Yeah. And it was cut um, like down the center, like so fine and so precise, precise. That like even to this day, like if you like ran your finger along it, it would cut your finger. And you know what I mean? It's like that even if like there's no way that they were cutting them with other rocks back then. You know what I mean? Well, like, there was some yes, cut, the the uh, crudeness of of what they would use back then um, is it's it basically boils down to just manpower. Man could not have done that. The idea. See, I, I'm looking at it right now. You you said who built the pyramids, and Chris said um people. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, but at the same time, the way that that was built and to get those rocks the way they did, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of questions about if, how they were able to do that, you know, uh, how could they have, uh, done that? So it's not so easy. It's not so easily understood or answered. I don't think. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, even like the pyramids aside, I uh, I, I read this uh, one story this one time because uh, I don't remember when it was or <laughs> anything like that. But um, I read this story about um, in one of the pyramids. I don't I don't even know if it was one of the great pyramids. Of the, it was like a pyramid somewhere in the in the world. But um, they are inside one of the tunnels in the pyramid. There was uh, you know it's stones in there. You know it's not drywall. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right, right. There's like stones in there. And at one point, one of the stones was starting to crumble. And so uh, they, like, were trying to clear it out so they could either replace it or whatever, like, whatever they wanted to do with it. But the stone crumbled, and they got everything out of there. And behind the stone is was another stone. So there's, like, another stone wall back there. Yeah. And on that stone, there was, like, drawings and, like, etchings of, like, planes and helicopters and, like, what looked like UFOs and stuff like that. <laughs> and you're like what dude <laughs> you know what i mean like how like, you know what i mean how long has that stone been there and like anyways it just trips you out it sure life. does that's that's the imponderable mysteries that make you go what the fuck oh my god 
Yeah. So that's why, that's why I love thinking about the universe, Alexander, because the best thing on Earth, you know, there's whatever. You got your scientists, you got your historians, you got blah, blah, blah. Like they can, you know, study some things and then make, uh, you know, assumptions or conclusions about those things. But like when it comes to space, um, well, the universe, like extended deep space, whatever. It's like nobody really knows. You know what I mean? They're like, they're running math calculations and they're like, yeah, this is like probably what it means. You know what I mean? Or like the telescopes, you know, they're right. You know, they're bringing information and they make try to make conclusions off of it. But it's like nobody really knows. So like there's sure there's like scientists or whatever who can come up with you know ideas and stuff. But like on a, the actual grand scale, like their opinion doesn't matter any more than yours or mine. You know what I mean? Because we don't we don't know. We can't know. I love well, that I don't know. I, I, I think that when they when you you know, the, whatever evidence that they can come up with in terms of mathematics or, or, or light emissions through teles, through, uh, telescopic, uh, images. I mean, that, that, that does give them a little bit of credibility more than just what I could say, but you know, I, I, I definitely understand what, what, what you're getting at. It could very easily, I'll just blow up in their face with, you know, uh, fucking aliens landing and go, Hey, how you doing here? We've been here all along. You know, I, honest, Hey, I've, I've considered the idea that there are some people you ever like be walking through Meyer and you see somebody who looks just so fucked up that you think, you know, this is actually an alien. There's no way that that could be a human. It's an alien who didn't quite get the disguise right. And you're like, wow, that that's a fucked up looking dude. That's usually the greeter. Uh, <laughs> there's no, I'm just messing. <laughs> it's true. A Meyer I'm sorry. <laughs> there's a, there's this guy at my Meyer who is so I've never seen someone who's got more of an issue when it comes to standing upright. He actually is bent over. He's bent over like this. You go walking into Meyer, and this is what you see. <laughs> Welcome to Meyer. How are you? He's so <laughs> bent over. My God. And I just got the urge to like give him a to, to crack his back. He's got like the world's worst case of kyphosis. Hey, guy knows how to party. You know what I mean? Oh, my Jesus! All right. But think about this, Eric Zane. Think about I. I've been like I said, I've been studying up a lot, reading a lot of stuff. There's a you know, it's obviously theoretical science or what have you. But um, since get this, like light particles. This is the trippy part about when you think about you know you know, the universe or whatever, you know, the light from the stars, you know, whatever takes a billion years to get here or whatever, you know what I mean? Because yep. of the speed of light. So then right. you're like, that planet could be dead. The star could be dead or whatever. But then think about this trippy little thing, Eric Um, Allegedly, and again, this is a scientific principle, theoretical, of course, since light photons, they have no mass, they uh, can't be affected by gravity or time. Well, maybe gravity, but like <laughs> time isn't real for photons. Again, this is like theoretical stuff. So it's like, doesn't that tri that that trips me out, dude? Like it trips me out thinking about like the light itself is not subject to time because it's like infinite or whatever. But the fact that it takes light time to get here in our perception, there's it's that trips me hey. out, Alexander. Have you ever seen the film called Interstellar? I think I might have asked you about this once. Oh yeah, one of my that's one of my faves of yeah. all time. Of course. Great, great movie. And it just it's a mind fuck is what it is. Oh yeah. I get yeah, you know what I mean? And, and I actually read about that movie too. Um like I think it was like right before it came out that 
they wanted to like get the black hole um, imagery right or whatever. So they, they developed a computer program off of uh, like stuff that like, you know, they knew about black holes, like scientists helped them create a computer program that like the math and like all the science would promote. And then they ran like the, the program to make the simulation of the black hole. And then when they did that, the scientists were like, holy shit, dude, we didn't think it would look like that. You know what I mean? So then it like advanced science because of a movie. You know what I mean? Like scientists were like, holy shit, dude, like we didn't think it would look like that. Like let us take that back and like start running some. So like, it's crazy how like just like a, a movie kind of like influenced like what scientists thought about black holes. That's cool shit. Though. Well, I know it influenced my brain because I didn't sleep that night. Oh man, McConaughey was just nailing it, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, I got up there. Like, he, no big deal. Is, uh, now he's one of my uh, uh, guy crushes. I have a few guy crushes that exist. Do you have a guy crush? Um, by guy crush, do you mean you want to bone them, or you just want to hang out with them and? No, like, no, uh, n- not not bone them. You just you just <laughs> want to kind of be around them. You want to hang out with them. You want to be okay. You you sure. know. No, not not actually have sex with them. <laughs> um, no, I know what you mean. Um, I would I would hang out with Matthew McConaughey. He seems like a pretty cool dude. I'd hang out with um, I'd hang out with Will Ferrell just because uh, that's what Will Ferrell type humor is like. How me and my friends operate, just like you know, back and forth, like weird BS, right, like right. kind of building off of each other. We're like a build off each other group. So I'd hang out with Will Ferrell just to do that kind of crap. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, um, McConaughey, DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, uh, uh, Matt Damon, even uh, Ben Affleck to some degree. I would just like to to just talk to these people, just be around them. But you know what would happen? They'd all be cocks, and then I'd be I'd be crushed. I'd be like you're supposed to be right. fucking normal, George Clooney. I might actually lick his asshole. Actually, George Clooney. I might lick George Clooney's asshole. I will. I will tell you this. Um, here's the thing, I was saying. I don't think I would want to hang out with Brad Pitt because I don't think he would get me. I think he would. You know what I mean? I just get that sense of like watching him in interviews and movies and stuff. I just don't think he would get me. So I think that would go pretty awkward. Um, I have thought about like hanging out with like Jim Carrey before. Um, I think probably '90s Jim Carrey would be too much for me, but like Jim Carrey recently is pretty. His 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 mind seems pretty expanded, and he seems pretty w- w- like weirdly wise about stuff. So I think I'd hang out with Jim Carrey now. Okay, gotcha. Well, uh, you know we've kind of like uh, taken off on some uh, wild tangents here, Kyle. But is there anything outside of the space thing that you had for bangers for this crowd who just loves you? I do. I got. A, I got a couple bangers, but I, let me let me just say this one last thing. This is the this is the one last thing about space. This is the thing that was tripping me out last week. Okay. So I thought about it this weekend. Like I said, I would get this, Eric Zane. Some scientists, quantum scientists, by the way, we're talking quantum physics now, right? Okay. They ran like some, you know, some test that I I couldn't explain to you or whatever. But <laughs> they came to the conclusion, right, that the way that um, the quantum particles work like within like protons and neutrons and all that kind of stuff. And like how they, um, operate, um, you know, I'm using a simple word there, but get this, the new theory out there is that everything you see, like, like, like we're looking at each other right now and you know, everything, like, even if you looked around your room or whatever, everything you see is actually on, and the timing is, uh, not exact, but 
uh, it's like a, on a 15 second delay. Um, and so the metaphor for that is think about this, Eric Zane. You remember like the early 2000s when um, the anti skip CD players came out before CD players were useless? Yes. So that's like the kind of the metaphor, right? Where you'd start, you'd start the CD player and then like it would read ahead and like have that, that info already stored in it. So okay. like if, you, if you didn't hit it, like it wouldn't skip because it was already stored in there. Yeah. That is kind of like the basis of like this theory, right? That like your brain, like before it was like, yeah, you know, you, your eyes take it in and like immediately your brain just perceives it or whatever. But on the quantum level, these guys are saying that your brain can't, like it can't keep up, right? So it needs time to like take in all the information and smooth it out, like smooth out like the quantum particles. Cause like part of quantum physics is like the particles don't actually do anything until you observe them. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's like too fast for our brains. Cause like our brains are, although they're amazing and crazy, they're dumb. Um, so like your brain needs like 15 seconds to like take in the info, smooth it out. And then like, it becomes a part of you because like the theory is like, if you, if your brain actually perceived it real time, like you wouldn't be able to survive. Like everything would be like moving and like, like it would be like too chaotic. You know what I mean? Like everything would be like, so too it, freaking crazy. It, it's almost yeah. like, yeah, it's like a safety mechanism in your brain. Right, dude. So it's like your brain's like creating re reality kind of like 15 seconds in the past, but like since it's your reality, like, I mean, it's not like you're going to be crashing your car because you're 15 seconds behind or anything. It's like, it's crazy, dude. So that's been blowing my freaking mind lately. Like that's well, what I've been thinking about. You know, like, and, and I, I think it is blowing your mind because Amanda says someone keep an eye out for Kyle because the last guy that I read about that had all these crazy theories murdered his family and then himself. <laughs> no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty grounded. Um, but like, yeah, just I like reading about that stuff because it's like, man, like. That that just trips you out into thinking like what like why not okay. even what like why like why is this like why is why is everything you know all right anyways that's... I'm done talking about that but okay. um, just let that, let that trip you out all right let me uh, let me just read you a couple bangers um, I found I looked up uh, some more weird news you know what first thing this is a here's another little problem with the, the mainstream media Eric Zane, and I think you will agree with this. Um, on Tuesday, when it was uh, two twenty-two twenty-two, yes. I mean, come on, journalists. Let's let's figure something else. Get this. Here, here's the headline for you: Many hospitals report delivering babies on Tuesday. And I'm like, you don't fucking say. You know what I mean? You're saying that babies were born just like every other day since the beginning yeah. of existence. You know? yeah. And then here's another one: On this palindrome day, many are getting married. And I'm like, you don't say. Of dude. course. So, Anyway, so that like yeah, too, like that like dominated like most of the the headlines, just like stupid crap. But then and then I found this little gem, Eric Zane. Listen to this: For Valentine's Day, the Bronx Zoo lets you name a roach after your sweetheart. Um, and I'm talking cockroaches, baby. <laughs> and so get this: this is like the and this is pure capitalism. This is when you know that like the like capitalism's gone too far, right? So you got to pay the Bronx Bronx Zoo. You got to pay these guys 15 bucks just to name a cockroach. And like, you know, you know, there's no classification system. So, you know, that they're just taking 15 bucks. Like they're probably getting like 
2,000, 3,000 bucks per cockroach. Well, yeah. You, know I mean? you got to understand, though, you have such a large uh, hodgepodge of stupid people that would go to the Bronx <laughs> Zoo. Uh, this is, this is, this is, you're right. This is a money-making capitalist. Uh, uh, it's an amazing thing. You could say, uh, name a grain of sand and these idiots would, uh, would absolutely do that. You know, I mean, that's, that's how it is up there. You've got so many millions of people. You're bound to get uh, some stupid ones that are quick to part with their money. I know. And it's like, yeah. So, I mean, in New York, that's like, it's funny that it started in New York, came out of New York. Cause it's like, that's, that's peak New York. If you ask me. Right on, right on. So then, listen, listen to these couple ones. These, I, I'll just tell you two of them because um, I know we're running a little short on time here. Get this: this is how. Now you got to pay attention to the words in this headline because some of the words explain the genius, the genius level of thinking that worked here, right? So I'm just going to read it, then we can discuss it. Okay. So, pig wanders into working men's club and is lured out by cheese and onion crisps. Um. So that's brilliant, right? Because the key words here are it's a men's club, right? So you know there's a bunch of dudes in there, basically, right? Well, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, what is a men's club? What does that even mean? Well, I didn't click into it, but I figured either it was a strip club or the other way around. Let's take – I'll click into it. Let's see here. Um, yeah, it probably is a strip joint. Oh, so it's in the U.K. It, they call it a co- calorie club? A, co- a calorie club? Yeah. Let's see here. Um, so yeah, there's there's a bar in there. I think I think either ladies were dancing or dudes were dancing. Okay, it's probably it's it's probably a strip joint. Yeah, but here's the key concept, right? Is that the bunch of dudes got together and said, "How are we gonna get this pig out of here, dude?" And they and they came with a genius idea: cheese and onion crisp, dude. And it worked. And so I'm just thinking, like, that's hilarious because if it was the other way around, if it was if it was just a bunch of ladies in there like how different would this headline be you know well yeah well hell i was just gonna say some of the uh, strip clubs around here like the landing strip lounge my god if you if you try to lure out uh, a pig all of the dancers would leave (laughs) i'm with you um (laughs) courtesy laugh (laughs) um so that is that's one of them this one, okay, I actually got three. I won't say the last one, but, but the second one, this one's funny. Listen to this. Faith Healer, that's how you know this is going to start out real good, right? Faith Healer hammered a nail into a pregnant woman's head so she'd have a baby boy. I saw this one. This is great. <laughs> yes. It was somewhere in India. Yeah. He Well, he actually, he convinced her to do it. She went home and did it. Oh man, and so it was, it was even unsupervised. That's oh yeah, and so yeah, that there. I guess her husband's like, "Oh my god, holy fuck!" But I think she actually <laughs> fucking hit herself in the head with a hammer. That's uh, that's good times right there. All right, here's the last one, um, and I don't even got to talk about it because it's hilarious. Um, all I got to do is just read the headline. Dad finds a new way to enjoy himself with vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, that is, I don't think you have to read the article. I mean, you should, because I'm, it's probably not about what you think it's about. But well, I think we just leave it at the headline, and we just we just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, I hope he didn't use the attachment with the spinny thing, because then his dick would get wound up in the brush. You know? <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Yeah. Anyways. 
Um, all right. Well, and look, as always, uh, you're a big hit here. People just love you. The the quantum physics talk, the space talk blew everybody's mind. I think they're, they they kind of need to, to decompress after that. But uh, my God, well done again, Kyle. I just, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, as time goes on, I just got to keep getting more and more well-rounded. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, if people are like, you're not even like you're like at like your listeners that are in here, but like, just like random listeners that listen, like as time, they're like, wait a minute, this hilarious dude with the sweet dimps also talks about quantum physics. Like, I feel like I, they can't keep up with me. And I like that. No, it's true. Kyle, nobody oh, can keep right, up with you. Dude, he said, speak up for the vinyl. Um, he commented on one of our posts talking about the vinyl. Vinyl's good, dude. Final oh. is I used to I used to whip out the my old guitar. Well, it's not old. I still got it. But um, I whip out the old guitar, throw on a record, Leonard Skinner, dude, and just jam jam along to it. That's, well, just, that's just good times. Dude. Why? Why though? It's just it's old. It it it's it's inconvenient. Why don't you just turn on your 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 radio station, your handheld radio station, instead of a stupid uh record that sounds scratchy and ridiculous? No, dude, the scratches are crude. It's uh, it it adds depth to the music, makes it more warm. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't. It doesn't do that at all. Are you telling me that if I'm listening to it on my phone, I should take like a, a potato chip bag and crinkle it up to make it sound authentic? I mean, my God! Wait, wait, what? You cut out a little bit. Crinkle what up? Well, yeah, I was just saying that. You know. That noise, the scratching of the vinyl, it it it's it wrecks the sound. It doesn't make it sound better. It's it's noise. You don't want noise when you're trying to listen to music. Yeah, but to me, it's kind of like you know how like uh, one of like it's a psychological trick that if you want people to listen to you, you should talk quieter or like whisper. You know what I mean? Because then like they they're like wait what? And like they'll really stop and pay attention to you. It's kind of like that, dude. Like the. You got like the scratchiness of the the records and like the it's rough or whatever, but then you have you have to, you, you have to listen past that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're like really you're really diving into the music, and that's that's the best part about music, dude. Like you, if when you really get into it and let it no. change your life, dude. That's horrible. Like, nowadays, you don't, you don't gotta try. It's just like so clear that you're like I'm not even listening to it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I I I'm, I don't buy it. I don't buy what you say about that. I think it's all bullshit. I can listen. See, Adam, he writes, if you keep your records clean, they don't make that much noise. Well, okay. Um, I don't have to keep my phone clean, and it's 100% perfect. So, no. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to give my records away. I can't even give them away. You can't. You no. can't. We found some storage units before and tried uh, to like give them the record, like places that sell vinyl. They're like, wow, we don't want them. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, vinyl sucks. And I'm, I'll be glad when it dies again. You know what? What's that? I, I, I think tapes are coming back. The stupid cassette tapes. I, miss, I do miss tapes. I mean, there's almost no uh, treble on those bad boys, but still, I miss them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want CDs. I got all these stupid CDs that are piling up. I'm just going to throw them all into a dumpster. Do it, dude. Rent one from us. <laughs> all right. Yes, I'll, it'd be a dumpster diver's dumpster for sure. Okay. Uh, be safe today. I'm glad. You'll, are you all on the road today or what? what's going on? Yeah, we got a little bit of work to do, but we're also going to a, like our conference. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, sit at a booth, you know, try to get get out there a little bit more. So 
I'm gonna. I just. <laughs> I just be you know, just talking about the universe. And I, I'll just talk to random people about what we just talked about. And see how that works for us. <laughs> Kyle, you're a saint. Everybody loves you. I'm glad you're here, and uh, thank you for your support. You know it. All right, guys. We'll check you later, and hopefully, I'll see you in your driveway soon. All right, buddy. There you go, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Okay, I'm gonna go pee and then finish up this show. Oh yeah, uh, I mentioned that there was some crazy incident where if your old pal Eric Zane is at this grocery store, this guy's going to be dead if I happen to witness this. Again, my pistol never leaves the holster unless my life is in jeopardy or another person's life is in jeopardy. And then if it leaves the holster, I am shooting. It's not uh, pull it out and just say, freeze, reach for the sky. You pull it out and you shoot to kill. That's the only time it comes out. You don't wave it around like a fucking madman uh, telling people to hit the floor. You shoot the fuckers if they're stabbing someone. That actually happened in this town. Random act of violence Crazy shit happened at the grocery store. Holy fuck. For details tonight about what happened inside a Wyoming mire right before a man stabbed two people. News 8's Jacqueline Francis is in studio tonight after talking wow. with someone who came oh, face no. to face with Jacqueline. the alleged suspect. Brian and Sue, the shopper I talked with said he didn't think much when he saw the man in mire on Monday night, but it only took one look at the... She's wearing hooker boots. Those are hooker boots. Security footage for him to recognize the man accused of the crime. We're learning new details about the man accused of randomly stabbing two people inside a Meyer store Monday night. Police say the 57-year-old suspect admitted to the crime, telling detectives he knew he was going to attack someone wow. when he stole the knives from his daughter's home. Investigators released photos of the suspect inside the store before the attack. One shopper who was there that night says he recognized the man right away. Is he shopping for sleeping bags or something? Once I saw that security footage of him and figured out that I had walked past him in the store, it was definitely like eye-opening, shocking, something that I never never expected to happen when I was just going into a store to get cat food. Tyler Trong says he came face to face with the suspect just before it happened. He seemed perfectly normal. He didn't seem deranged or anything like that. Telling us the only thing that stood out about him was his outfit. I vividly remember walking past him and thinking that's a strange ensemble, but I didn't. That's what I would wear if I went to the store think anything of it after that but it was only moments later police say that the man randomly stabbed two people in the back both male victims ages 19 and 74 the 19 year old is out of the hospital after some stitches the 74 year old is still in the hospital and has a tube in his chest to keep his lungs from filling with fluid the suspect was arrested Tuesday morning. We are not naming him because he has not been officially charged. Court documents show he has a criminal history that dates back to 1987 and was diagnosed with schizophrenia in 2015. He's facing two counts of assault with intent to murder. Jesus. In addition to other charges. Oh, my God. Whoa. Hey, rest in peace to your ears. There you go. Holy fuck. 
A new sign on Myers. Doors, knives are prohibited. This is a no-edged weapons zone. This is Clyde Park. Most people wear their pajamas and look homeless. Yeah, is this known as the Ghetto Meyer? Is that is that the Ghetto Meyer that, uh, um, you know, you, you, you don't want to go there? Yeah. Oh, shit. My God. <clears throat> no, it's not. I think the Ghetto Myers. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure. Kalamazoo in 28th is Ghetto Meyer. Yep, that's we we've known it as that forever. Holy shit. God. Random act of violence. Fucking lunatic. Okay. Uh I want to unpack Cam Newton. Um where is it? Okay. This is ridiculous. Okay. Cam Newton, here's the story. He's got his own like um video series podcast. Okay? It's called uh, Cam Newton's YouTube series is called Funky Friday. Cam Newton, former quarterback of uh, well, Carolina, and then he did the deal. And uh, I think he went back to Carolina after he got cut by New England. And one of the things about Newton is he had a uh, significant other who was kind of like his common law wife. And they had four children together. And then... Like there, he was, uh, some serious infidelity went down and then that was the end of the relationship. Well, he had on his show, somebody named Brittany Renner, who is a, uh, fitness model and, uh, like a Instagram star or an influencer or something like that. And she's like super aggressive and, um, she's really, uh, um, uh, strong in her opinions and she kicks his ass in this clip so she's a guest on his show and um you will notice uh just how she gets him on his heels and it's absolutely fantastic because um they're talking about his infidelity all right and she's just crushing him and so pay attention to that and then also Pay attention to how stupid this fucking moron dresses. Here you go. But you no, 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 no. Well, so you would be with a woman. I've been leaning in my chair. Mm-hmm. You would be with a woman who was the total package, but she was a cheater. I'll yes be- or no? Just yes or no? Yes. Because I'll be willing to work to say, like, what is this stemming from? Simple and plain. You're not enough. That's what she tells you. You're not enough. Well, listen. Your dick's not enough. Sorry. That's cool. Well, I, I at least I have to know. And then what? At least now you see how ridiculous he looks. He does look ridiculous, right? I still have to know. And then what? You just, if, oh, I'll do better, If babe. this is the option, if, yes, is th- if this is the option that I'm saying, oh, wow. everybody baggage is different. We don't get to choose what the baggage is. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but... Somebody. It, somebody need to hear this. If it's cheating, if it's financial stability, if it's insecurity, if it's trust issues, everybody bag is different. And you may sit up here and have a good dude that that can be something. And I'm not. So hold on, let me finish. I'm listening. I'm not. Not necessarily, respond. you know, can be something, but a more or less. I just wish you would say, "Do you know how ridiculous you look right now wearing that outfit?" What the fuck just happened? It's like they just need polishing. They're dull. Their knife is dull. Let me sharpen that shit up and say, hey, bro, that's unacceptable. 
Just like I talk to the girl and say, bruh, you're not enough. Okay, cool. Listen, let me prove to you that what you're doing is hurting me. Some people may care. Like, may not. It's a lot of polygamous relationships out here that's thriving, that's booming. But there's honesty. He's saying, yeah, cheating is just like uh, polyamorous, polygamous. Cheating? And being a polygamous or polyamorous. She has to explain the difference to him. Relationship, there's transparency. That's the difference that we're talking about. So you would tell, how many daughters do you have? Two. Okay, so you would tell them to just polish him off a little bit. He's just a little bit of a cheater. Stay with him. But That's how, what, would, would you tell your daughters that? It, I want you to look at one of these. Look at that. See, that's the defeat right there, right here. Right now, he's defeated. Karen was going to say you would tell your daughters to accept that shit. <laughs> I'm not saying it. No, but that's what you're saying. He's giving up. She is killing him. Look at that defeat. And he say it. Because I'm not telling my son that you can cheat on a woman and that a woman that you claim you love and that's okay just because you're a high value man. You have a lot of money. Like a lot of women want to be with you. That's not okay. She's very funny. I love this chick. Something real. Let's be fucking clear. Man or woman. So let's look at one of these cameras and you tell him what are your daughter's names? Shakira and Sovereign, right? Sovereign Dior. Okay. Then tell them. Tell them that it's okay to get cheated on as long as a guy has 80% of what you want. Right there. Look at that look. He's fucked. So fucked. But you have no, 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 no. Oh my god. All right, it took a long time to get to it. Sorry about that. I feel so dumb when I do that. When I don't have the video ready and I'm like, oh yeah, look, and then you can hear it. Or sometimes it's even worse. You can't hear it or see it. Yeah. He was smoking a cigar. <clears throat> yeah. She's great. I'm a fan. Uh, he never said it was okay to be cheated on. He just said he would stay with the chick. I get that too. But I think big picture Cam Newton is kind of a piece of shit. You know? Yeah. He said she just needs polishing. She just needs polishing. And then she's like, well, how do you explain that? Um, Jason says, I love a good stogie now and then. I hate cigars. God, they're terrible. Absolutely awful. I don't understand how anyone enjoys the flavor of those. And it's not like you inhale it. You know, you don't like, uh, like suck it into your lungs. You just like puff on it. You know, it's just, it, it's horrible. I'd rather smoke fucking grass clippings than a cigar. Some real garbage. And so is Cam Newton. You know, what a piece of shit. And it's on his own show that he does that. Well, fuck that guy. All right. Uh, I've got some love letters that I need to read to you all. And I'm going to do it after I, uh, just before the asshole today. Um, and I'm, and people are tipping me off. I, I discovered it on my own and now I'm hearing from audience members who are like, yep, guess what's going on? It is, uh, there's a Facebook page of, uh, fans of my old show and every so often, my name creeps up in there. It's like, oh boy, here we go. You're going to love this. 
but first off, tag accounting, 616. No, I take it back. Uh, let me talk about Cameo. Join me on Cameo, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I love doing Cameos. So much fun. They're only 15 bucks. I charge 15 bucks. I think ultimately you pay $15.99. If you do it through the Cameo app or online at cameo.com slash Eric Zane, your old pal Eric gets about 11 bucks. If you do it through another app, it's like eight bucks. So it's, it's nothing. I make no money on this, but I, it doesn't matter. I love it. I love doing cameos. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. If somebody's celebrating a birthday or some special occasion, you want me to roast them or, and I can be as nice or as mean as you tell me to be, you are hiring me. Give me, I've had people say, yeah, could you make it more PG or even G I've done these for kids who want to see the puppy dogs and stuff like that. I, I, uh, I'll, I can make it as sweet as, as, as you tell me, or as mean. If you tell me to rip into somebody, I'm going to crush them. I'm going to crush their fucking soul. That is the goal. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you so much if you've done that in the past. Please keep them coming. Please. Tag accounting. Reach out to the tax hobbit when you want your taxes done. Tax season is here. It's happening right now. You can still take advantage of this. Uh, all you have to do is uh, reach out to Tag Accounting, 616-301-9516, tagcpa.net. From anywhere in the U.S., you can have your taxes done. doesn't matter what state you're in. This is a uh, sponsor that uh, is not um, just specific to West Michigan, 616-301-9516. Get your taxes done by the tax professionals at Tag Accounting. You will be satisfied. And you will get your money back in a timely fashion. Just shows up in your account, electronic transfer. Your taxes are done. You don't have to put the time and energy to get your taxes done on your own. Have the pros at tax at uh, Tag Accounting do your taxes for you. 616-301-9516. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. If you're looking to sell your home, if you're looking to get a mortgage, if you're looking to refi, whatever it may be, 231-332-6505, 231-332-6505. Call Mario today, mention my name, uh, and get started. Get started on getting your mortgage. NMLS number 3035, they are the lender. They will make sure that you get into a mortgage. Now, uh, if your credit's kind of in the dumper, Okay, yeah, it's going to be a little bit uh, of a challenge, but um, he'll do his best to get you into a mortgage. And then you pay on it for a year, year and a half, and get into a better mortgage. Lower interest rate. That's rebuilding your credit with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. And then finally, A&E Heating and Cooling. Online at aeheatingcooling.net. 616-516-8579. Either for an after-hours service call or scheduled maintenance, A and E heating and cooling. If you need a uh, new furnace or a uh, air conditioner, this is who you call. Maybe some new construction. Six one six five one six eighty five seventy nine. All right. Um. There is a Facebook group. I've mentioned it before. And, uh, you know, typical fan page. I have one, Eric Zane fan page, and uh, my old show, who uh, 
they have one too. And someone asked the question, anyone listen to the Steve and Kyle podcast or Zane's podcast? I just recently started dabbling with both, just wondering if it's worth sticking around or if I should just stick with the main show. Okay, that's an honest enough of a question. Person just looking for some insight. I don't know if I'd have done it that way. I'd probably just listen and decide, but okay. And you're going to get the usual fare. People say, well, Stephen Kyle's where it's at. Okay, great. Uh, the original poster said, well, yeah, yeah, I agree. Stephen Kyle, I'm looking forward to more of these episodes. So this, this person's all about it. And I'm like, oh boy, this is not going to, this is not going to go well for me. There's no way. These people hate me. Bill writes, I lost taste for Zane very quickly. I find him unlistenable. The original poster said, that's what I was afraid of. I didn't even finish the episode. Plus, I noticed a lot of the slander. Hell, I'm guessing that a lot of you, you're here for the slander. Uh, David here is not happy with the slander and Bill finds me unlistenable. Bill writes his obsession with the happenings of the old show is a huge turnoff. The content is not interesting. His language and opinions aren't of interest to me. He was a decent fit as a cog in the FBHW machine, but solo it's just not there. Steven says Zane is always is and always will be a Debbie Downer. Nice guy to chat with, but just a social freak out. I'm not sure what that means. Okay. All right. Um, Zane is more ranting and slightly more serious. Some of these, I'm like, God, I I, I, understand. I have less of a problem with someone saying, yeah, it just sucks dick than saying something that I, I'm scratching my head. What are you talking about? I'm more serious. Are you fucking crazy? Uh, Nick writes, I really liked Zane on Free Bear and Hot Wings. I did not like his morning show, and I do not like his podcast. The original poster, David writes, yeah, it seems like a consensus is forming. Rich, my white knight, says, if you enjoyed Zane when he was on the show, then you'll enjoy his podcast. Original poster says, awesome. Nick says, that's not true at all. Rich, my white knight, says, how do you figure? He still makes fun of people. Uh, who mess up. He covers current events, even political ones. He swears like a sailor and talks about real life issues. Only difference differences is that he's the only voice. No one else in the room to overreact or fake laugh. Now I read that and I'm like, yes, yes. Nick says, I don't know. He was my favorite show member, but I cannot do his podcast. And his morning show was just awful. Rich says, yeah, I agree with you. That his morning show wasn't that great. So I'm like, fuck, man, this is, this is a shit sandwich to be sure. Uh, Josh, another, a, another white knight. 
He says, well, Rich, at least Zane by himself can't talk over himself and interrupt everyone. So I don't know. That might be uh, more like an insult to me because he's saying that that's what I did when I was. So that's not really a white knight at all. Rich says, Rich says, yeah, like that never happened with anyone else. They all were guilty of it, but some more than others, but they all did it back then. I don't know. It seems like none of these people really likes me in any way, shape, or form. These are some serious love letters. Uh, Chip writes, Zane by himself is too much Zane. Nick says, yeah, that's true. Bill says, yeah, perfect description. Kenny says, oh, yeah. He was always my favorite on the FBHW show, but standing alone, it just doesn't work. It's like an Oreo without the filling. Brandon says, I liked Zane on Free Beer Not Wing. Zane by himself is too much. He's also super cringe now. And that's what, okay, so is that like, ee, boy, everything he says, I just, it's just uncomfortable. Is that, is that what's going on there? Am I, is that me? Does that, does that describe me to you? Those of you who have made it here, Matt. Uh, Matt B, uh, writes, uh, I listen to both. I have no issues. Just go in with an open mind. If you are easily offended, I would avoid Zane's podcast. Other than that, it's pretty awesome. He loves his supporters. Well, thank you, Matt. Uh, Zane and Steve could mask up together and create a Uber, an Uber lib podcast. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say I'm very liberal. I don't know how liberal I am, but maybe you, I don't know, maybe you do. And then there's a discussion about masks. Um, anything else? Justin says, I got to start listening to Zane's podcast. I'm just not a fan of any solo shows for some reason. Monique says, I cannot stand Zane and his podcast is pretty bad. The Steve and Kyle show is kind of meh. Don't really care for Kyle. All right. So I was, this is, this is how it is. Murdered. Absolute bludgeoning. Holy shit. And then I turn to my email and Zaniac Matt screenshots it and sends it to me. Uh, I wrote, yeah, I saw it. I was going to read some of the super mean ones on today's show. Tough crowd. He said, they gave you a little love though. Is the Steve podcast any good? Is that the Steve from FBHW? Now I don't like the show. I have heard the show. I don't like it. Um, so I can't say if it's any good or not. I would say, I would just answer with, I don't like that show. And yes, that is Steve from FBHW. You can listen if you want. All right. Kyle says now close to home, the main audience here uh, on Twitch. Kyle says Monique is a dumb bitch. Holy fuck. Adam says it sounds like yee yee Matthew. Yes, that's who it was. Uh, Nick says, I agree. Super cringe. Um, all right. Your morning show on BBL was awesome. You gave us three years of a great show and showed how talented you are. We also got to see Ben evolve and become a member of our listening family. Oh, you don't need to tell me that. I, I know. I, I thought the show was awesome. I love 
I love doing that show. Um, so I guess it's all just personal preference. Some like it, some don't. Eh, who gives a shit? At the end of the day, it's fine. Who's the Kyle guy he does his podcast with? Oh, I think we know. I think we know. I don't have the energy to stoke that again. All right. The asshole of the day is now, my friends. Um, who do we got? Hmm. On this day that there is war in your in Europe, I think there can only be one. It has to be Putin. Unbelievable. Putin is your asshole of the day for attacking Ukraine. There you go. That puts a, the wraps on the Eric St. Joe podcast for this, the 24th of February. You all are the best. I appreciate you so much. And that's going to do it. I'll be on Patreon a little later on. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. If you ever want to help the show instantly, uh, head on over to Patreon and sign up. I'll give you more content. All available there. Thanks again, folks. I'll talk to you down the road. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.